It's great to be back. It's been um, 10 years. So when we came here the last time, my older daughter, uh, Alyssa, come on, Alyssa, wave to everybody. She was the, the little baby in the high chair who was feeding all the squirrels her peas. Yeah, that was Liz. So she's now uh, going to be 11 uh, in a few weeks. And um, my younger daughter, Katie, has now joined the firm. Uh, so she's uh, nine years old, and we're delighted to have her. And, of course, Heather, my wife, is back with us as well. So we're, it's been, uh, I guess, last year, last time we came here was 2006. So it has been 10 full years. So we're grateful that you didn't entirely forget about us. Um, since that time, we've moved. I think most of you know that because I've had the privilege of seeing many of you in, in, uh, in L.A. and other conferences. Uh, but we no longer live in Canada. We gave up our shovels and uh, picked up uh, gloves to protect us from the cactus. So we live in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. And uh, we're very thankful uh, that it was a shorter flight to Fresno than it was uh, coming from Toronto. So we're very excited to be here for the week. Um, it's a real privilege to be back. I know a good number of you uh, individually, and I trust that by the end of the week, uh, we'll know each other even better. That's one of the real blessings of this conference and, frankly, all of you that are involved in uh, this kind of ministry to know that it's one thing to stand here and speak. It's a much different thing to be able to spend time with you one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, so I'm looking forward to signing up on the uh, clipboard. We might steal one family night together. The I said to Heather, make sure you sign us up for like one family night. Like we'll host ourselves. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and Katie's buying. <laughs> so um, so uh, we're uh, we're grateful, as I say, uh, very much to be back. If you have your Bibles, just very quickly um, turn to Jeremiah chapter 29. I thought just reading a few of these verses would be a good introduction to what I'm hoping to look at with you this week. You may or may not know the context of this uh, chapter, and we'll share with you uh, it tomorrow. And, but I thought it'd be, just, it'd be great to just read these few verses together to set the context of what we're going to speak about. And just to encourage you, I don't know what it's like for you, but immediately after you celebrate the Lord's Supper... Your heart is particularly tender and open for ministry. And um, I hope to leave you encouraged tonight. Jeremiah 29, verse 10. For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all of your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity and will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. I will bring you again into the place where I caused you to be carried away captive. Of course, there's so much that could be said about this, these few verses. But what I want to think about with you tonight briefly was that we're dealing with a God who knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. Right? You and I are trapped in the middle of a story 
we know a little bit about the earlier bits of the story and maybe a bit less about the very early bits to our story. And respectively, respectfully, we really don't know much of what's to come. We don't really know what's going to happen this week, per se. We plan and we prepare. You don't really know what's going to happen for the rest of your life. You've you know, worked to get a job or to, the Lord's blessed you with a family, so you have some sense of it. We know, biblically speaking, what's ultimately going to happen, and we're delighted for that. But what I want to, sh- to enjoy with you this evening is this beautiful truth that we serve the Lord who stands above the river of time. So time doesn't affect him. Time doesn't wear him down. Time doesn't surprise him. He stands above it all and he knows. And specifically in the context here, he knew full well that something particularly unpleasant was going to happen to his people. That after years of disobedience, as a nation, corporately, they were going to suffer. They were going to go into captivity because the Lord had warned them very clearly, if you don't obey me, if you don't follow my word, you're going to be taken into captivity. And it seems odd, but the Lord is using literally an enemy, pagan people, to discipline his own people. But, of course, he had an end to it. He said, it's going to come to an end, and I'm going to bring you back. So what I'd like to look with you, look at you this week I've really been enjoying doing a series with our home assembly where we're just systematically working through the whole of the Old Testament. And every time I'm given to a message to speak, uh, we do one book of the Bible. And some of you may remember from 10 years ago, one of the things I feel very compelled to do in preaching is to try and encourage people to get into the Word of God themselves. And young people and less young people, as I like to say, the Bible was written in books. So it should be read and studied, if you will, in books. It's a great way to start. To just read a book, forget all the chapter divisions, the verse divisions. Just read a book from its start to its end without interruption. And when you're finished, read it again. When you're finished, just read it over and over again. So Lord willing, depending on how how much time Steve leaves me, um, I've planned to cover four books with you, potentially six. I think we're going to end up landing on four. Where I'd like to give you that bird's eye view of four books that fit into the pattern of what we've just described in these verses together, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, and Job. Those four are lumped together in some very unique ways. If we do have time at the end, we'll make some comments about Psalms and Proverbs. You know, really short books, easy to cover in 20 minutes. Um, But for those books, what I'd like us to do is step back, see the big picture, learn a little bit about the author and the history But I'd suggest to you for each of those books, there are some major critical themes that were particularly relevant to them, of course, in their time, but also relevant to us today. If you were to try and capture Ezra in a nutshell, how would you describe it? If you had to explain Esther in three or four sentences, how would you explain it? And hopefully with that sort of sense of trying to study a book and understand it, but at the same time find its application, uh, the Lord will bless us. So that's the encouragement. And if you come tomorrow, I'll give you a handout too. So I've got a single page handout for each of these books, which hopefully will give us a little bit of structure, give you a chance uh, to take some notes alongside of it. Uh, so we'll do that together. I've been asked to close in prayer, so let's do so. Father, we are so grateful to be here tonight. Where else would we want to be? Not just geographically speaking, but we know that independent of our geography, 
We're in the presence of the Lord Jesus himself. Father, help us to understand the magnitude of that. Help us never to take it for granted. There were two or three are gathered. There he is in the midst of us. What a beautiful privilege we've had tonight, Father, to break bread together. Possibly the last time we'll ever do so till we see him face to face. Encourage us tonight, Father. We're so grateful for the beauty of this place, for the opportunity to share such beautiful and wonderful fellowship together. Bless us, encourage us this week, challenge us, cause us to be a little bit uncomfortable in our seats as we think through some of these topics together, that the Lord may be glorified and that we'll be made more and more fashioned into his beautiful image. Bless us tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.